Hello, my friend. You're listening to episode number three. Whew, it's been a while. In this episode of Tide Pod, we're getting it deep and we're being intentional about letting go of negative energy. I'll be sharing a quick 10-minute exercise, literally just 10 minutes, that I learned to help cleanse negative energy, specifically as it relates to your experience with another person. I actually feel kind of like super vulnerable talking about this, which is interesting. Um, But I made the decision that if this helps just one other person, then I will be happy that I shared my own experience. Y'all, I've got some trepidation about this one. (sighs) But I think that that's my ego, not my spirit. My spirit feels content, so I'm ready to talk about it. Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to Tide Pod, a podcast crafted by Tiana Tai to help you purify your purpose in business, love, and life. Whether you're an entrepreneur, dog mom, or just getting started, you're bound to find value as Tiana dives into meaningful topics each episode. So settle in, turn up the volume, and welcome your host, Tiana Tai. First off, let me start this thing off by saying energy is real, okay? I really don't care what you call it. Um, A feeling in the atmosphere, a force, a presence, a spirit. It's all related. It's all energy. Like, you know that feeling you get when you enter a room and someone maybe you don't like or even like you're currently in a fight with is there? And it's like the air is thin. You maybe start feeling anxious. You want to put all like as much space between you and them as possible. That's what I'm talking about when I say energy is real. And frankly, negative energy a lot of times feels a lot stronger than positive energy. Do y'all know what I'm saying? So let's just be real with each other. Like, like I just mentioned, there's good energy and there's bad energy. And you know, the interesting thing about human beings, um, I remember learning this in psychology, but we remember bad energy, like so much more than we remember good energy, negative emotions, negative experiences, negative interactions, they linger with us and they weigh us down. I remember literally learning this and it's a fact Human beings remember negative experiences more accurately than we do positive experiences. Like we remember them with more detail than positive experiences. And it's it's something that has to do with like our protective circuitry. You know, we want to focus on the negative and thus prevent it from happening again. You know, survival of the fittest and all that. But I I just think that that's extremely interesting. So To me, in my opinion, when it comes to relationships, this little piece of human nature, like of only, not of only remembering negative things, but of remembering negative things more so than we do positive things, it's a little problematic when it comes to relationships. And I've come to believe that if there's negative energy between you and another person, you need to clear it. Whether your relationship with that person is going to continue or if that relationship is done, I still think it's in the best interest for us, for our souls to clear that energy, to just let it go. And that sounds so easy, but it's probably one of the hardest things in the whole world. So recently, I learned this incredibly simple, incredibly like, I'm going to. 
slick, I'm going to say life-changing. It was a simple and a life-changing exercise from the spiritual teacher, thought leader, and author that I came across named Adi Ashanti. Shout out to your girl, Oprah. She's always out here introducing us to like the best people ever. And no, I don't know Oprah, obviously. I'm, I just talk about her like I know her because that's who I am. Anyways, um, so I learned about this author, the spiritual guide named Adi Ashanti. And a little bit about his history is he was, you know, in tune with the world around him from a very young age. And really, over the last few decades, he's been considered a major influential, like, spiritual leader. Um, He's not of my generation, but, you know, within this lifetime, I guess. And to me, he, Adyashanti, his name's Adyashanti, um, he came across as extremely sincere and humble. And this is kind of stereotypical, but I'm going to say it because I know a lot of people that have issues with like the frou-frou, you know, all is well in the universe type of people who seem like they wave around a lot of incense sticks and sage. But I like those people. I'm just saying I don't have an issue with it, but I know a lot of people will kind of like raise an eyebrow at it. And I just want to put it out there that when I and I'm going to link the video that I watched that I got this activity from in the resource section. Let me just say that first. But. I found him to be extremely sincere, extremely humble. Something about his presence just felt really authentic to me. So otherwise, I would not have watched this hour-long video, and I never would have learned this activity. So this activity that I keep talking about, it is Adi Ashanti's. And if my memory serves me correctly, it came out of this book that he um, released recently called Falling into Grace. I will also link that in the resource section. and. Like I said, this was when I saw this, it was from like an hour long video and it was an interview. And this exercise that I pulled from it is just like, it's like literally a three minute snippet of this hour long discussion that he had. And somehow this is the piece that stayed with me. So I just, I really wanted to share this with you because for me, Tipod is all about sharing the knowledge that. I'm able to acquire and that you all are able to acquire as we're in the midst of our own journeys before we quote unquote, you know, make it or whatever. So, you know, first, before we let go for a commercial break, I'm just going to share with you guys the bones of this quick exercise. And it's really so simple that it's going to seem silly. I do think that after I share with you exactly how this exercise is done, I'm going to share with you my own personal experience and kind of give some more meat to it so you can understand, you know, what it did for me and what it could possibly do for you. But here I'm just going to give you, you know, step one, step two, step three. And it may seem silly and it may seem like overly simplistic, but just keep an open mind. So in terms of materials, all you need is two chairs an open mind, like I said, and an intentional heart. And obviously those last two items are like a little tricky to come by. So make sure you're in the right headspace and the right heart space to do this activity. So step one, you just want to get two chairs and sit them next to each other. Step two, you take a seat in one chair. And when you sit down in this chair, You basically want to prepare yourself to feel whatever the negative energy that you're trying to let go of. So, for example, Adi Ashanti says anger. We all know what anger feels like. So you want to sit down in this first chair and just let that emotion that is kind of pent up inside you, let it out. 
So if you're angry, let yourself be angry, right? So third step, once you feel nice and angry, try to imagine who is this emotion attached to? Yikes. Adyashanti, when he said this, he was like, I've never had a person who didn't have a face immediately pop into their mind, right? Because we're human beings. A lot of our experiences are relational. We are relational beings by nature. So whenever we're thinking about like these super complex, you know, negative emotions, more often than not, I'm gonna go ahead and guess that y'all are already thinking about a face in your head right now. I know that I was, but I'm gonna tell you about that later. Okay, so you're thinking, you're imagining, who is this emotion attached to? You need to picture that face. And as you're picturing the face, and as you're feeling this negative emotion, so the example of anger, you have to just sit in it. And to me, this is uncomfortable. But you have to sit in it and just let whatever thoughts, whatever emotions, whatever feelings, you have to let them come to you and just experience it. I don't know of an easier way to explain it. And like I said, y'all will have access to this longer discussion. But frankly, that's pretty much what he said. So this is something that you will understand when you do it. (laughs) But you just have to sit in it. And let this this energy, let it wash over you. Whatever it brings up, just sit in it for a few minutes. Now, this one, it's not really a step five, but it's like a little caveat to that. So think about it. You're imagining this face with this negative energy attached to it, but you are not to assign blame to that person. So you feel angry, right? Let's say you're imagining, I don't know, a school teacher from third grade who belittled you in front of the whole class. Made you feel stupid, right? You may associate that third grade teacher with your anger. Logically, you could even make the argument that, yeah, they're to blame for this, 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 and this happening with my self-esteem for years to come. Whatever. But (laughs) I'm telling you, don't do that. Don't. Leave it at, okay, I feel angry. This is the face that I see when I feel angry, but I'm not going to blame the face. I'm not going to assign ultimate responsibility for the trajectory of my life and my decisions to the face. None of that. You are just noticing a correlation between a face and an emotion. Leave it there. I'm going to have to explain more of this later because this one, to me, this is the hardest part, but it's important that I say it up front. Okay, step six, kind of, sort of, is you just, so as you're imagining the face, feeling the emotion, um, not assigning the face any blame, you're just acknowledging that energy for a few more minutes, maybe like two minutes or so, and when you're ready, you have to make a conscious decision that you're ready to let the energy go. It's time to let it go. So when you're able to consciously make that decision, you stand up, you move to the second chair, and you leave the energy in the first chair. You've now left that energy behind you. And then you just sit in the second chair, free of that energy, and you you process. Whatever that means to you, you process. And that, that's it. Like, I'm telling you, this is a five to 10 minute activity, maybe. And for me, it changed a big part of my life. So I wanted to share it with y'all. And like I said, I know it may seem kind of like frou-frou, like you didn't really do anything. 
you didn't talk to the person, you didn't work anything out. But I'm going to tell you, this is about the negative energy that rests and weighs you down, weighs on your soul, weighs on your emotions, maybe even triggers a depression. So this is equally as important as talking things out logically with an individual. This is equally as important. Maybe, in my opinion, it may be more important. Um, So we're going to hit a quick break. But after the break, I'm going to tell you guys the story of what happened when I did this. All right. Instead of a traditional ad, this week I'd like to ask for one simple favor. Hit pause, take a second, and subscribe to TyPod on iTunes. It's one click and you'll be able to automatically cue all of this good and free content each and every week. From, you know, motivational and inspirational conversations like this to more workshop-style instructional conversations, all of it will be for you for free. You just got to subscribe. Oh, and okay, I have a second little favor. I'd be so honored if you could take one moment to review this podcast. Each and every review helps me push closer to my goal of engaging future sponsors, which will enable me to spend even more time on this community, getting out the best free resources to you all as I possibly can. Your reviews push me to keep this thing going. So if you haven't hit pause yet, please do so. Alrighty, so I'm going to share my experience of doing the let go of negative energy activity by Adi Ashanti. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. You guys are my friends. So I've been kind of in a rut lately. Um, And this is one of the first things I've actually been legitimately compelled to share with you. And I, you know, I don't want to share tra with y'all. Y'all know that waste, you know, what I call hot trash. I don't want to share any of that here on TyPod. TyPod is all about keeping the hot trash away and inviting the value in. And I think that this activity is valuable. And I really want to share it with you. If you don't want to listen to my own experience doing this activity, I'm telling you, follow the steps that I mentioned in the first half of this podcast, and that's all you've got to do. Um, But if you're a little bit curious and you need more convincing about what it looks like, keep listening because it was super simple, but it's a game changer. So when I did this activity, I took my two chairs and slick. I did it wrong, to be real with y'all. Um, I put the chairs facing across from me, one another, kind of like confrontation style. So I guess y'all can see where my mind was at. Like I was, I was big mad, I guess. <laughs> but you're supposed to put them next to each other. So do that. Or I mean, if you feel big mad like I did, put them, put them across from each other. It doesn't really make a difference. But I did what I did and I put them facing each other. Then I came up with like a brief little mantra and I thought to myself, I'm walking into this experience to let go of negative energy. That's what I'm choosing to do today, right? You know, simple, simple, whatever it is that you need to say to yourself to kind of prime your mind and prime your heart. So that was my mantra, just to establish my intention in that particular moment. And uh, I sat down in one of the chairs and it's like... Is really uncomfortable, which is weird because I was completely alone in my house. It was just me and my two dogs, Bentley and Ginger. Um, but immediately as I sat down in the chair, I began to feel unsettled. And as I made this intention and I took the steps to confront this negative energy that had been hanging over me for a few months now, it, I think it just kind of dawned on me that this was the first time I was taking 
real accountability for resolving this on my end, right? So I sit in the chair and the next thing I do is I, I try to embody this feeling of anger because I thought that I wanted to let go of anger. That was the negative energy that I believed I needed to let go of. So I'm trying to embody this feeling of anger, this feeling of hurt or whatever it is that's hanging over me. And then I take a breath and I'm just like, I'm going to be angry now. And I still didn't feel angry. And I'm like, geez, this is going to be a little tricky. Like when Adi Ashanti described it, he made it seem like, you know, you're going to sit down in the chair and this feeling's going to be so heavy on your heart. You're just going to be angry. And that's what's going to happen. And that didn't happen for me. Like I was not conjuring up any anger, y'all. And instead of conjuring up this feeling, what came to me first actually was the person that I came into this exercise thinking about. Like I already had a negative episode with a relationship in my life. So immediately I had the face of the person, but I didn't have whatever, I knew there was a negative emotion and I had the face of the person but I couldn't really place what the emotion was, right? So it wasn't anger. I was not feeling angry. And you know what happened when I pictured this person? (laughs) I'm laughing because I don't know. I I feel like it's obvious, but it, it wasn't to me. So I pictured this person and instead of feeling anger, I immediately started to feel hurt. And this was just like this revelation to me Because the whole end of my relationship with this person, I'm telling my other loved ones, like, I'm mad. I'm so mad. I'm mad. Like, at this point, I don't even care anymore. I'm just mad, right? Y'all, I was not mad. I was mad for like 0.2 seconds when it was actually a fight. But being angry was not the negative cloud of emotions that had been hanging over me. I was mourning the loss of a relationship. That's so heavy. But like... That was the realization that I had. And that realization caused a major shift in how I perceived myself and my reaction to all of this stuff and how I perceived the other person in the relationship. And (laughs) so I, I just had to process the fact that I felt hurt and I was mourning a loss. And I'm not trying to say like this negativity is woe is me. I'm so hurt. I was hurt. And that's real and that's valid. But my point is, on top of being hurt, the real pain that had been hanging over me like a cloud, the real negativity was the fact that I had not properly mourned the loss of my relationship with this person. Like, even with all the, you know, finger pointing of, you did this to me, you did that to me, blah, 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 drama, drama, drama. Like, Sure, I was mad maybe in the moment, but that's not where the negative energy was resting. It was resting on me because I had not mourned a loss. So the relationship was gone. And that was probably the first time that I had ever actually like clearly had that thought. And I had to mourn that. And I was like, oh, shoot. This is this is wild. (laughs) And I don't know, I have a little bit of anxiety even releasing this episode, but that's a truth and I think everybody can really learn from it. So back to the story, I'm grieving, right? I sit down in this chair, I imagine the face, I process the emotion, I realize that it's grief, it's not anger. It hadn't been an anger for a really long time. And I go from like a couple of, you know, crocodile tears to uncontrollable sobbing. Like boo hoo 
sobbing, right? And that lasted for for like a minute or so. And then I don't I felt like this lightness in my chest, this release of energy. And it was gradual. It wasn't like this big mystical aha moment. It was just like I was sobbing, sobbing, letting it all out. And then all of a sudden I felt ready to take like this this deep deep breath and I started saying, you know, and I said this out loud like I'm so sorry for any part I had in perpetuating this negative energy. Like whoa. I don't know. To me that was a whoa moment. So if you have negative energy like this, especially if it's associated with another person in particular, chances are the person who you're imagining, they probably have that negative energy too. And one of the reasons I I was thinking like, wow, I'm sorry, is that in that moment, I was able to accept responsibility for whatever part I had in letting that energy, that negativity live. And, you know, it's not, it's not like, oh, I'm so sorry, like whatever. No, it's like sorry in the real way. Like you would look at God and be like, you know what, God, I'm sorry for like, tainting your earth with this negativity. You know what I'm saying? And so after I had that thought, I just took a couple more deep breaths and I'm still imagining this person's face. And before I started, when I was seeing the face, I felt, you know, a good amount of resentment towards it. But, you know, that resentment, it began to dissipate as I was breathing through this experience. And here's the kicker that Adyashanti emphasizes. And I said this in the steps in the first half of this podcast, but I need to repeat this. You cannot assign blame to the person that you imagined. Sure. You may feel they did this to you and did that to you and finger point and finger point. And, you know, I mean, if someone punches you in the face, yeah, they did that to you. I mean, that's true. That can't be argued. But just because they, you know, did an action to you doesn't mean that they are the ultimate. It doesn't mean that they have the ultimate responsibility and accountability for the feelings and emotions within you that followed. Right? That's that's something that's really hard for me and just about everybody else in the world that I know to accept. Just because a person is associated with a negative feeling that you have does not mean that you should or can blame them for it. And that's like a freaking hard pill to swallow. But it reminds me of a research concept. Everybody who took any sort of research class knows correlation does not equal causation, right? So just because this person is associated with a negative energy, pain, hurt, anger, resentment, jealousy, whatever it is, it doesn't mean that you can or should assign the complete blame to them. It's correlated. You see their face, you feel this emotion. That's it. It's correlated. Leave it there. Let it lie there. And I'm going to explain what Adyashanti said because he explained it as, wouldn't it be hopeless? If the person was truly to blame for the negative energy. And Oprah's all like, like, okay, what do you mean by that? Right. And he's saying that if that person is actually to blame and if they should take total accountability and responsibility for how you feel, then you have no hope and no control over fixing your emotions. You have no hope to take that negativity away. Because, I mean, follow this logic. If you are assigning them ultimate accountability and responsibility, that means all of this negative energy was placed on you by that person and it will stay on you 
until that person wants to pick it up and release you from it. It, That's if you truly want to give them total blame, right? You know, you've heard the saying, like, if you don't forgive, it gives someone else power over you. And I think it's I think it's ultimately related to that. Right. And people do some shady stuff in this world. But a lot of times, even if someone's hurt you in a very real way, it's not like they're over there, like rubbing their hands together and conspiring to like (laughs) hurt your feelings and make you feel depressed every day. Like, okay, don't get me wrong. There there are some people who need some help and they are doing that. But there there's also a lot of things that are just I mean, dude, it's life. You know what I'm saying? And it's the negative energy that's the result of your interaction with this person that is the problem. And you're allowing it to hang over you because you're not taking any sort of responsibility or accountability for it on your part. And I'm not saying like the simple example, if someone punches you in the face, I'm not saying absolve them of their actions. I'm saying why harbor the negative energy, the negative emotion of feeling like hurt that they punched you in the face? Why hold on to that? What is that doing for you? How is, why are you nurturing that negativity? If you need to end the relationship, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? If my best friend slapped me across the face and I needed to end that relationship, like, okay, that's acceptable, I think. But why do I need to go around nurturing this negative energy? Like, oh, why would they do that to me? Da-da-da-da, da-da-da. Like, it's okay to feel it, but you need to process it and let it go. Otherwise, there's no hope for fixing it. And if you really think that they are totally to blame, if you're not taking any accountability, for managing your own reactions and your own emotions to things, then there's no hope for you. So if you didn't cause it and you didn't have any power to correct your response to it, how are you possibly supposed to make yourself feel better? I'm just saying, maybe there's a way I can say it better. Maybe you need to go watch the one hour video. But for me, that was like, ding, ding, ding. Oh, yeah. Got to take some accountability for how I'm feeling. So anyways, I was no longer feeling resentment as I was imagining this person. And for me, that was really interesting because after this kind of like experience with them and this negativity that was exchanged back and forth, my perception of our relationship like was truly tainted. Y'all know like once you're mad and hurt, you start second guessing people's intentions and you try to remember all the negative things they ever did to you. And maybe you try to pick experiences apart. You know, you're like, oh, they said that to me a year ago. Did they mean it? Or was that like sarcastic? (laughs) You know, we try to we try to bring negativity into all of our memories because it needs to match our current reality. Right. And let me be honest, uh, raising my hand over here. I did that. But after this after this exercise, I stopped trying to poison my experience of this relationship that I lost. Like, y'all. The the resentment like washed away. When I was seeing this person, I didn't feel resentment. And I had the conscious realization that this entire time I had been harboring this negative energy, I was actively trying to poison the memories of my relationship. So y'all have seen like the movies and maybe you can even think about like a boyfriend that you had, right? And imagine the bulk of your relationship is good. You grew as a person, you guys grew together, you had all these experiences, there was laughter, there was fun, and it was largely a positive relationship. 
and then he cheats on you. And let's like, frankly, he doesn't seem that sorry about it. Right. And it's not like he was, you know, maybe, maybe he had a wandering eye during your relationship and you just didn't notice. Maybe he was thinking this, maybe he was thinking that maybe, 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 but what do those maybe serve you with? And I'm not trying to say, like, forget about his indiscretion and pretend all is well. Maybe in this imaginary relationship, you do need to end things to take care of yourself. But that doesn't mean that you need to go and try to poison your perception of the entire experience. Because here's a truth that is sticking with me after this, after this exercise. If you perceived the relationship as happy and fulfilling, and you recognize that it made you grow, in the moment, as you were experiencing the relationship, this is what you thought of it, guess what? That shaped you as a person. It did. It had an impact over the rest of your life. And even if your uh, fake boyfriend (laughs) wasn't the perfect person, and if he later mistreated you, it doesn't change the fact that all that laughter, all those dates, all those new experiences still had a positive impact on your life. I hope y'all caught that. I really do. That was, that one right there was a game changer for me because it's like, whew, even when people hurt you in life, even if like, even if someone had all these malicious intentions, you know, sure, maybe you need to like take off your rose colored glasses and see people for how they treat you. But it doesn't change the fact that if your perception, perception is reality to, to a large extent. So if your perception was positive and that made you, you know, make certain decisions and do certain things, then that makes it real too. That makes it real. Oh, y'all. Okay. By the end of this exercise, I was just like, wow, that was such an interesting revelation. And I said, thank you for the good. Thank you for my perception of what was a good, fulfilling relationship because that shaped me. But also, thank you for showing me the bad because that's real and valid too. So I was able to, you know, still imagining this person, this face, this energy, but I was able to look at it from a different perspective and say, thank you. Thank you for the good. Thank you for the bad. And I'm okay. I hope you're okay. And y'all, like once you get to that place, it's like, you know, it's light. And I want to emphasize again, this was not some magical moment of like, okay, nothing bothers me about this person ever again. Everything's perfect. No, but it was significant enough to where I felt something in my spirit shift. I felt a change, right? And in that moment, that's when I was ready to get up and switch chairs. And when I switched chairs, I was able to consciously say, you know, thank you, energy. Even though you're largely negative, you taught me a lot, so thank you, but I don't need you anymore. And I left that energy behind. Now, one more thing to clarify. You are not leaving that person behind in that chair. You're not walking away from a person. If your relationship needs to end, it needs to end. I'm not saying like, you know, stick around with someone who's giving you negative energy. That's not my point. But I'm saying don't try to manifest this like, yeah, I'm leaving you behind. Because if you do that, you're not in the right spirit and you're not doing it right. You're leaving the energy that was a result of some sort of interaction or relationship or experience that you had with a person. You're leaving the energy in the chair. 
and you're not mad at it. You've processed it. You've accepted it. If you're like me, you've even thanked it. But you're saying, I don't need this energy anymore. It's not serving me. Really, what's going to serve me is releasing this energy. So I'm going to release it. That's what you're doing. Okay, just remember that, y'all. <sighs> and I just, after I released the energy and I was like, ooh, I can move chairs now, you know, I just sat in my new chair and I was kind of thinking about the negative energy that had been permeating my space and my spirit for so long. And when I say I was sitting in the new chair looking over, kind of visualizing the energy, and that's when I started to feel like really, you know, the tears stopped. And I didn't feel like I had a reason to sob anymore. It was interesting because, you know, the urge to sob left me and that tightness in my chest left me. And I didn't feel mad. And I had some pictures. <laughs> this is funny. I had some pictures around my house that I had like covered up. And I, I had this just this funny thought. And I was like, you know, I'm going to uncover these pictures because this person was a part of my story and they're a part of my journey. And that's good. So there's no reason to forget this. <laughs> And so I giggled a little bit and I just sat there for a moment and I prayed. And I was just like, you know what, God, thank you for this experience. Like, thank you for having me watch that video and learn about this little tiny exercise that has just changed my perception of a lot of things. And I said, thank you for the light and the spirit. And I left the negativity in the other chair and I got up and I continued about my day. And, you know, it's funny, I did this on my lunch break, as a matter of fact. And I, you know, I went back to working later that day. I went to school and I felt really good. I felt like, wow, this is this is going to be a good day. Like, this is a fresh start. And, you know, to be honest, I probably need to do that like 10 times more with a bunch of other people in life. <laughs> Because we all have negative energy with with various people in our lives. But that one experience, it was just, it was really, really good. All right, my friends. So that's it. I know this episode was a little different, but I just felt so convicted and compelled to share it with you. So I pray that if any part of this message touched your spirit, touched your soul, touched your heart, please be intentional. Please take action. Because things like this is what clears up our soul and gives us that creative energy to make our other dreams come true, to allow us to pursue these business ventures, these creative ideas, whatever your passion is. So be intentional, be purposeful, and clear that negative energy today if you can. Like five minutes, you can do it. 